And she should be answering any second. Okay, Sarah is yelling downstairs. Sarah, okay, I'm talking to Sarah now on the phone. Sarah, can I eat here tonight? Oh, I can eat roast. So oh, yes. thank you. So we'll be roasting tonight. Thank you, Sarah. I, I think the roast is delicious. That is the best craft beer that you've ever given me. Is it really? Do you really think it's, it's the, the best, best craft IPA beer? craft? Oh, that's kind of a shame. Um, that you've ever given me. Um, okay, well, it, it's uh, it's this is Crane Brewing Company. Crane, is, um, yes, it is a. Uh, Why are there boundaries? Uh, I guess that's the name. This is actually a. Uh, this is a. You know, we we tried. Explain the, this to me, Brian. Well, what is this? Well, we tried the Metallica beer. Ugh. And yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, but I, I, the, I believe this one is a tip of the hat to Fraser Crane, the oh, is that psychologist right? from Cheers, who or is it his brother? Uh, Niles. Niles. Niles I think Crane. it might be Niles Crane. This is Crane. Why are there boundaries? Which is the name of episode four in season two. <laughs> mm. Ah, delicious. Where, where is this? Is okay. So this is from. This is a New England style India Pale Ale. Yeah, it's a New England style India Pale Ale. Brewed in oh Raytown, Missouri. Raytown, Mo. Well, that's yes, good. It's not bad. I mean, I keep saying it's not bad, but you you say, oh, it's not bad. It's not that great. It's pretty good. I mean, you uh, just don't like good beer. Well, so obviously I do because this right here, and I think the fine folks in Raytown would say this is a good beer. And would you like to drive to Raytown right now and tell them how bad their beer sucks? I I didn't say it was bad. This is the internet culture that we are in right now. Just because I don't think it's as good as another beer, suddenly Mm -hmm. it's the worst beer ever. Sure, of course. That's not what I'm saying. There are levels. I think that Raytown is a great community who cranks out great beer here (laughs) in the Kansas area. So now I'm talking negatively about the community? Exactly. (laughs) And I just want to say that I think they're great working class people who make a great working class beer and thank you so much for this delicious beverage. You're so racist. If you wanna go and take a ride with me with three wheeling in the fall with the gold. What is that? Oh why must I live this way? Must be the chody. If you wanna go and get high with me, smoke an L in the back of the Banzi. Oh, what the hell's an L? We looked that up. It's a pipe, <laughs> a marijuana pipe. Shh. You're listening to Try to Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of f***ing it up. He's right though. Oh, yeah, and they they try to make it radio friendly for some f***ing reason. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy and Brian. All right. Yes. Woo. Oh, yeah. Woo. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel for Mike 3. <laughs> what? What? Oh, who the hell was that? <laughs> Just because Jimmy Kimmel's taking the summer off, I don't think he wants to come on our show. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but but we'll give him a shout. We'll give him a shout. We'll give him a shout. What's up, JK? We'll give him a shout. Uh, I've got something here for you, buddy. Oh. Welcome to the show, guys. Try to welcome, podcast. welcome back on this uh, Father's Day edition. I found this uh-huh. in my bedside table. Okay, this is. Can you can you tell people what you see right here? Yes, it is. Uh, I see life. Life. Uh, okay. I, I assume that the second half was savers. Oh, very good. So it's a life savers candy. It is bowl, a life life savers. But it is not the tradition. Ah, very good. Yes, it does not have the rainbow colors. It doesn't have the rainbow colors. And you also notice that, so like 
Peppo Mint. Oh, Peppo Mint. I love Peppo Mint. Peppo Mint, Winto love Green. Peppo Mint. Love Winto Green. They are opaque in color. Uh-huh. They are not translucent like mm. regular Lifesavers, right? Yes, exactly. Regular Lifesavers. Little translucent, yeah, you can little clearish. See yeah, you can see right through those That's rainbows. Right. Now, this is more like a Peppo Mint. It is like okay. a Peppo Mint. If Somebody... I had to guess, okay, like a Peppo Mint, kind of like a Pepto Bismol. Oh, maybe a little bit, like a Tums. I got some gum here. Okay. Um, and then uh, I would have to guess, uh, if I had to guess from the wrapper and from the look of this candy. Candy? Candy, which the candy is dandy. Okay. Abracadabra, yo! <laughs> I would have to what? guess like strawberry cream. Ooh, I like where you're at with or, this. Or um, I have no idea. That would be my guess, though. Now, okay, I'll tell you a little story here, and we'll see if you still think that this is strawberry cream. Okay, tell me. Somebody at work, um, had this, and they know that I do a podcast. Oh, it's marijuana. They're edibles, and you do a podcast with yes. me. Yes, where, where we try different things, right? Yes. Well, they said you guys got to try this. Now, this is months ago. I forgot all about it. Okay. You, you just wanted to eat them all yourself. No, I forgot who all about it. Who is this person? I, honestly, I forgot who. <laughs> I forgot. Well, that shows how much Jeremy values his team. <laughs> Don't worry. This is just a, I guess he remembered you guys just like this at bonus time as well. I want to, uh, I want to put this in my mouth, Brian. Okay. And then... Now, the reason why I bring that up. Do mm-hmm. you think somebody would tell us, oh, you got to try that strawberry cream lifesavers no but i did it's not gotta know be what something else right? yes yes okay so this is somebody who said you got to try this i know what it is uh-huh give it a sniff see if you can maybe okay let me let me well <laughs> i've sniffed a lot of things in my life so i'm not really good at smelling anymore <laughs> give it a sniff i don't want it to go oh my god why does it smell like patchouli <laughs> does it smell like cologne why does it smell like a hippie's dreadlocks yeah like instead of showering i will just put this oil all over me <laughs> just rub it behind your ears oh my god what is that <laughs> Okay, now let's, let's try it's, uh, it. Okay, no chewing in the mic, though. No chewing in the mic. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it, it tastes like patchouli. It tastes like I'm giving a hippie oil. It's musk. That's what patchouli is. <laughs> Patchouli's called musk. It's musk. Dude, it's they nailed it. It's musk. It's so gross. This tastes like a Woodstock blob. <laughs> <laughs> it is, oh, God. It's really weird. Like, Dude. But... They nailed it. It's patchouli. It's musk. It's musk. It's it's why why would they make something? Why that in the hell like would musk? they do this? It doesn't make any sense. This tastes like a stoner's fingernail. Have you ever like Ugh. been spraying cologne on you and you accidentally get some in your mouth? Yep. That's what yeah. this is. This is that that ki- this is that kit when you're coming as age as a young man and your parents got you like the four bottle set of Stetson. It had like the wooden uh, bottle tops. Yeah, with the cowboy on it. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude. This is like when you go on a trip and your toothpaste mixes in with your cologne and you brush your teeth and you're like, what is this? This is like going down on a chick at Coachella. <laughs> Why is everything sexual? <laughs> because it's in my mouth and it tastes like... Why? My Ugh. God, you're loud. I, mean, I can't help it. You, yeah. put, you put musk in my mouth. <laughs> you're right. Um, I put musk in your mouth. What do you think? It's, it's, okay. At least it's a quality musk. Bro, I got to say this. Their flavor engineering department... Is on point. They nailed this. Yeah. I mean, this is musk. It's cologne. It's oils. It's dirt. It's, it's age. It's, it's nature. Yeah. It's, it's aged. It's smoke. It's it's sage. It's everything. It's, it's like when you're sitting at your uncle at your grandfather's funeral. 
He just came back in from smoking a fatty in the parking lot, and he thinks by covering himself in patchouli, he's not going to smell like it anymore. But it just smells like patchouli and weed, right? And everybody's Mm. crying, and all all you can smell is oh my god, regret and musk. Look at Uncle Earl over there. Look how sad he is. His eyes are so red from crying. (laughs) Dude, ugh, it's really weird. It's disgusting, but good at the same time. But good at the same time. But also like on point. Like I've got respect. Mad respect. At least they nailed what they were going for. There are times where you try something, it's awful, and then you're like, but it doesn't even taste like what it's supposed to, so what's the point? This at least tastes like musk. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Uh, So, hey, we're recording on Father's Day. How how are you doing? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, we, we have to. Okay. First of all, let me sign up for my possible designated driver duty after this. Oh, no. First of all, filming on yours. On, on my father's, father's day, day, as I send this message. Okay, on my father's day, um, I sent my dad a text message at uh, eleven thirty with a happy Father's Day exclamation point. Will you have time to talk later? And he said yes after two thirty. And then I called at three o'clock. We spoke for an hour, and it was done. It was it. <laughs> that's 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 my father's day. My my father and I love each other. Yes, right? we love yes. each other, yes, but, sir. Sure, sure. but we don't have that type of relationship where we talk every single week. Um, uh, I don't have that either. I'm excited about talking with my father, but at the same time, you get to the point where it's like, well, there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else going on. I can't talk about maladies any longer because when people get to a certain age, sure. all they do is talk about their doctor appointments sure, and aches and pains. So... Yeah, that's essentially what what my Father's Day is like. Every once in a while, I'll see my dad on Father's Day, but it's uh, we haven't lived near each other, near enough to each other, in since 2011. So yeah, yeah it's 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 kind of hard to, to do that. I don't drive all the way down to to Wichita uh, yeah. uh, to see. I, I should have, man. You you're really kind of showing me up on that. Well, that's fine. Um, I, I, <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I I, I uh, you know, my mine was a dual purpose. Um. So, first of all, I want to give a shout out to. Oh wait a second, is this a list? Yes, there's a this list. This list has a, 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 this topic has a list. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go through a few to some of the people that I know will listen to the episode. Okay, Christy. Hey, Christy. Producer Rachel. What's up, PR? Dallas. What's up, D? And the other list of big people. Big D. Yeah, big D. Big D. All right. Um. Well, big D, but little D also. Um. Going through the big D, I don't mean Dallas. <laughs> Who all sent me messages this morning saying, hey, I just want to say happy Father's Day. Damn it, I, I didn't do that. I, that's okay. <laughs> You're an a- <laughs> You didn't even do it to your own dad, really. I didn't. But, um, you know, I know this day is hard for you, uh, but, you know, happy Father's Day anyway. You know, th- those are nice. Th- th- you know, those are nice. And this day is hard. Not to make it all about myself, but I knew I was going to see you later. So, Of course. Okay. Of course. Of okay. course. Um, because it's the same. Anytime somebody tells me Happy Father's Day, I feel like you feel like a fraud. I hate it. I hate hearing it. Like, why? How? How am I a dad? <sighs> that does kind of suck. How, how am I a dad? I appreciate it, but uh, you what appreciate did the I, sentiment. Uh, what, but... what did I do this year to deserve that? You know, right. and it, it's tough. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do a real quick rewind for your. Re- re- I was gonna re- say, re- do we need to re- fill re- anybody re- in on re- why re- you say re- that? Re- re- we are going to take a long way back. Okay. Okay. We're going to get to a little part of the story that we've been putting off for quite a while. And Oh, interesting. Um, yes. At this point in time, it is a cold night, and I'm in a dead man's truck. And Well, I, we, are we going back to... We, we're going back. We're going back. 
so at this point, we're okay. For those of you who don't know, to get you caught up just to this point right here, Brian had been doing a ton of drugs. Yes. Had done a couple of jobs. Had done a ton of crimes. A ton of crimes. On the daily. On the daily. Uh, you were paying rent that way? Uh, if you were paying yeah, rent, you were yeah. paying your hotel room that way? I was bouncing hotel to hotel, hiding, you know, paying for people's silence. And right. Yes, it's it's a very expensive life when you're living on the run. Right. So so that's to get people a little caught up here. Brian yes. was on the run from the police. And did you say you were in a dead truck? A dead man's truck. Dead man's truck, which yes. is... A truck that you bought off someone that belonged to a guy who's no longer with us. So oh. it, it was a... Uh, yeah, I... Where, the details how he came upon the truck, I don't know, but I know that I ended up buying it, and it was a uh, guy who's no longer with us. Wow. But it was a stolen truck that okay. I bought I bought it hot. So wow. um, I, I'm, I'm in this vehicle um, on December 1st, 2013 at like uh, 3 a.m. in the morning um, outside of a strip club parked around the corner waiting for my partner to make entry into the building. Okay. And, um, it was after a busy weekend, um, a lot of cash in their, uh, slot machines, jukebox and safe. What's a busy weekend for a strip club? Like, <laughs> I mean, I could picture I mean, a busy right. weekend for like a, an God, Irish pub. I still got the musk in my mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, and you know what? This beer is not that great after the musk. <laughs> not to be confused with the musk of Tesla. Pretty much the same. Pretty yeah, much the same. Yeah, it leaves a bad taste. They taste mouth. of dirt. Either way. <laughs> um, but um, and I told him before he made entry to walk around the building, make sure nobody was there. Okay. And you know he always got super nervous before jobs. You know some big freaking criminal you are. You've been doing this for quote unquote years, and you still get scared. I'm new in the game and I'm ready to go. Uh, so he has to pop Xanax before he does it. That's because you were always good about getting in character, Brian. It, sure, that's true. That's you true. were playing the character of the badass. Yeah. So, but when you take Xanax, you just don't care about anything, really. You know, people just walk in. There's people, you know, in jail right now because they're on Xanax and they just casually walk into a Walmart and just try and casually walk out the front door with a big $1,000 TV. Wow. And they just don't even care. They I feel never, invisible. never been on Xanax before. They feel invisible. I don't think. Um, so I, I, um, suddenly, you know, I get the message that it's go time. It's go time. I whip around, I pull up, we put, you know, we have to hook chains up to the safe. We pulled the safe through the building, drag it across, knock over pool tables. Good God, we winch man. it up into the back of this, to this vehicle. And, um, then, uh, we drive off, we make the exit. It's, it's, it's going to be a good score. We're going to have a safe full of 100, I'm sorry, $1 bills. Wow. Because, you know, the strippers like to uh, give all their ones in at the end of the night to the bartender and trade them in for 20s, 50s, and 100s. Right, right. Makes sense. Uh, um, yeah, makes sense. Just just makes sense. It's, I mean, it's less paper to carry. Right. Um, then um, we're driving away, and when I look back over my shoulder, I see this tricked-out Chrysler 300 parked in the back parking lot. Oh, my God. I love when douchebags trick out their 300s. Yes. And, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, have you ever seen them? They, they, they trick them out so much. They make them look like Rolls Royces. Yeah. You know, they, they, what well, they think that they're going to fool somebody into thinking it's a Bentley. Yeah. It's yeah. not a Bentley. It's a Chrysler 300. Yeah. Bro. What's even better is when they do it with a 200 to yeah. make it look well, like a 300, the 200 to make it look like a 300. <laughs> then you train up into a bent. You can't go from a two to a bent. It doesn't work that way. Not folks. The not math does not add up. Wow. So a tricked out Chrysler three honey. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Is it coming and, after you? Uh, no, it's parked there. It's just parked. Okay. It's parked there. And I said, what in the F is that? 
And he goes, oh, I didn't look back there. What? I told you to walk around the entire building. Well, yeah, man. I was looking inside the entire time. And as and as I'm looking forward, here comes a set of headlights towards us. This okay. is like 3.30 in the morning, okay? And it, from what we have discussed about strip clubs in the past, they're kind of out in the middle of out nowhere. Out in the middle of nowhere. In Wichita. You Way, don't have yes. too many in town. So this is... Three o'clock out, out in the middle of nowhere. That's yes, exactly. Way out on West Street. Not a good thing. Way out on West Street towards Hayesville. Okay. I so, think I know which one this is. Yes. <laughs> and uh, when the car passes, it is a sheriff's vehicle. Without hesitation, it whips a 180. <laughs> and I know that they're there for me. Yeah. So I take a ride on the first street. Now, there's a neighborhood, a development that was built just right around there. That's probably about five to ten years old. So I whip a quick left into that development. Okay. Then I come to a T-stop. I have a couple seconds here to make a move before the sheriff catches up. Left or right? Left or right? Left or right? What do you do? I took a left. Okay. I took a left, followed the road as fast as I possibly could, and it brought me right back out on the West Street again. Oh, no. <laughs> If I would have took a right, it would have took me back in that. I would have took me back into the neighborhood where I could have just slammed through a fence, you know, in the vehicle, ran through the field, yeah. got away on foot, right? Parked it, ditched it somewhere. Something. It took me right back out on West Street <laughs> yeah. where there's two more sheriff's cars plus this one who decided to take a left also uh, because he was probably you. like, well, this guy's never going to take a right because he'll be trapped in the neighborhood. Surely he's going to take a left because he's going to go West Street. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> now I got three on me. Every mile that I go, a spotlight's in my face. It's another oh sheriff joining the chase, joining the chase. Oh my god, joining the chase. Pretty soon, I have fifteen to twenty sheriff's vehicles following me in a parade. I, th- I haven't slept. <laughs> parade. I haven't Are you s- the grand marshal? Yes, yes. I am leading this. I am leading this thing. Seventy-six trombones in the big parade. Per usual, yes. <laughs> and of course, you know, throwing everything uh, immediately out the windows. Uh, Got a safe from the strip club slamming back and forth in the back of this truck. All right. So um, people need to know what you're talking about when you say I threw everything out the window. Uh, you're not talking about the owner's manual. gloves, guns, everything else has right. to go. Right. Has to go. And I, I'm assuming as you're throwing stuff like that out, two or three of the 20 following you're peeling off. Well, the, no, no, no. no. Get we we started evidence. getting rid of that before they caught up with the back. Of, yeah. So okay. Okay. Um, so now, uh, you know, it's just, just driving, driving, driving. Now, meanwhile, I thought this was going to be my lucky day because before all this, I stopped at Quit Trip, got a scratch ticket, won $100 on it. Oh, wow. I was scratching it while I was waiting for the message. I put it up in the visor. I'm like, oh, I'll just cash it in later. A little bonus. $100. After tonight's, after tonight's big hit, right? Now, why couldn't you just been like, why couldn't you have looked at this and been like, oh, my God, this it instead of this is my lucky night. Yeah. Look at this and say, wait a second. This could offset anything that I need right now. Maybe I could take a day off. Uh, I was about That's not the way I was think. about thousands, not hundreds. <laughs> OK. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, I mean, I would have been ten one hundred dollar bills would have been fine. OK. Um, so uh, driving and I, you know, on on the drugs I was on, I had not slept in a long time and sleep deprivation hallucinations. You see things quite often. There's shadows on the wall that aren't there. Cats falling off the back of vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yes. Right. You hear noises. I've been this, there. That. And <laughs> then you see things run across the street. And, yeah. And sometimes something really does run across the street. Suddenly, I have four flat tires. Oh. Spike strips. Yes. Instantly, fish tailing out of control. The added weight of the safe slipping back and forth. I do a complete 360 and slam into the bridge at Kellogg and West Street. Airbag hits me in the face. Uh, the whole entire side of the driver's side, which I'm on, 
collapses. I know exactly where you're at. Yes. It's so weird. Yes. And then I start kicking the door open. Boom, boom, boom. Now, a week prior to this, I had I had to be a hairline fracture on my ankle on another job. Really? Yes. Jumping out of something? Stupid, wearing sunglasses at night and jumping off the top of a building and just <laughs> landing straight on my ankle. What the hell? Why am I wearing sunglasses at night? Why are you jumping off the top of a building? Why am I so Hollywood about it? <laughs> Why are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I love the fact that you focused on the fact that you're wearing, Corey Hart over here is wearing his sunglasses at night. <laughs> yes. You're focusing on that. I'm focusing on jumping off the top of a building. Yes, jumping off the top of a building. That is correct. With uh, sunglasses on all at right, night. All right, Clark Kent. What were you doing jumping off the top of a building? I was finishing up a job. <laughs> and yeah. did somebody come home and you had to jump uh, out of the top? No, the alarm finally triggered. Uh, yeah, so I had okay. to ditch the rest and just leave with what I had. So just remember, guys, Brian has always been a triggering type of person. Yeah, trigger. It's, it has nothing trigger. to do with you guys. Trigger. Um, <laughs> So I kicked the door open. Now I, I have this. I haven't really been able to w- walk all that well, let alone run. But now my adrenaline is pumping so yeah. hard. Yeah. I am running at full speed. I'm running so fast that I, 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 I'm I like, what is that beside me? It was like my feet flying in the air. <laughs> and I kept falling. I couldn't stay on my feet. Oh, my because God. Because I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't keep up with the adrenaline. Yeah, your adrenaline, the drugs. So, so anytime everything. you watch a movie. And like, you know, Jason is just walking after the woman, but she keeps falling. You're like, this is so fake. This no. is so stupid. It, it, no, I've been there. The adrenaline is pumping so hard. You can't keep up with your body. Right. And then um, it's like they're going at two different speeds. Yes. Like, so try to keep up with that. It's impossible. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, stand up after falling down the second time and I am just covered in laser dots. Mm. Freeze will f- shoot. Freeze will fucking shoot you fuck shoot you cussing at and yelling cuss I'm just covered in dots. Oh my you god. What the fuck I said freeze I'm surrounded. I'm just lit up I mean, everywhere. With all the stuff we're talking about about cops these days. Yes. You deserve this, sir. Okay, first of all, I'm white. Okay? You deserve it. They even could more. have been a little more calm. <laughs> and I mean they said freeze. And <sighs> Are you still thinking there's a way out? I get zapped by a high-power police stun gun. (laughs) In the face. The barbs hit me, and I'm on the... Locks me up. I fall down face first. Piss myself. Of course. Piss myself. Yes. And then they proceed to kicking the shit out of me. This is like the trophy for when you catch someone as a police officer. Right. You now get to beat him. And their excuse is the adrenaline. The adrenaline, the same reason for me. Like, oh, we all got this yeah. adrenaline. It's almost like when we're done, we're going to slap a high five and say, good game, guys. See you later. Yeah, right. bye. But no. No, but now they're, they're kicking you, but they're also falling down because they can't keep up oh, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh, he's resisting whoa, arrest. Whoa, resisting whoa, arrest. Whoa, resisting whoa, arrest. Oh. So, um, so, uh, it, so to add my commentary, you didn't deserve to be beaten up. Because well, you already, yeah, I was on the were, ground there. Yeah, they, they, they tased me. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, you're not going love, anywhere. I mean, the whole knee and the neck, dude. Yeah. That is a common. I oh mean, yeah, they didn't hold me down as long as they held down Mr. Floyd. Right, but that knee on the neck. I mean, they, they don't play with that man. No. Oh, they, they love to do that. Right. So my face is pressed right there at the intersection underneath Kellogg. Oh. You know, uh, Kellogg and West Street. How uh, many times have you uh, driven by, by there? Oh uh, I man, I, mean, I just drive by there every time I go to my parents' house. Right. I mean, yeah. like you just, you just, yeah. Like, that's. Oh. So, um, when I've told stories about my past, 
in the past, <laughs> I told you about this guy who would do jobs with me. Okay. And all the time when we were counting money, he would always ask me this question. Do you remember what that question was? Why do you do this? And? Aren't you better than this type thing? How do you see this ending? Oh, how do you see this ending? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is like such poetic stuff. At that time, he is rolling down West Street. No. Getting on Kellogg to go east. And he drives down slow and he just looks at me and Mal's, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. And I just heard him asking that question over and over again as he got on Kellogg and drove away. What was he doing there at 3 o'clock in the morning? Out there doing doing his own job? He's out there selling, I'm sure. I was was stealing, he was selling. But um, I'll just never forget that. Because he asked him that so many times, and then we both saw it happen. Right. Now, now they pick me up and they put me in in the back of a cop car, and they ask for the driver's license. I give them the driver's license. I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. Is it your driver's license? Well, they come back and they say, oh. "We have a question for you, bud." Devin McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you in the back of this car and currently serving prison time in Ellsworth? The aristocrats <laughs> acting genius got you. Gotcha. And I said, "Okay, call downtown and tell him you have Brian Dwyer in custody." Oh, you just loved that part, didn't you? I did not. You loved that part. Come on, man. I did. Come on, did. you were the big guy. You were like, <laughs> you were like, Come, tell him you got BD. The cop says you got Big D. The cop says, "Okay." Uh. <laughs> I'm like, you know who I am. (laughs) And then he comes back and he goes, but I don't know what the hell you did, but they're getting out of bed to come meet you right now. (laughs) A little bit of you is like, yeah, it's me. You know it. Oh, not guilty. (laughs) Tell him you got Chody. (laughs) Code word Chody. So when I said to the cops, said, hey, uh, this isn't a bribe or anything, but uh, there's a $100 scratch ticket in that visor if you want it. (laughs) Um, or can I have it? Because I'm going to need money on my books. Did you really say that? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're cracking jokes. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm going to need that money. Can well, I get I that money? Yeah. I know, I know. But at the same time, even in the most dire straits yes. of your life, that's the thing. Like, you're this... cracking jokes and probably winning these guys over. Oh, well, that, that's the thing. These, yeah. these cops, like, he was being respectful. So I was being respectful back. I mean, I, right. and, and I knew at this point, everybody in my life, at that time and previous to that, knew that this is where I was probably headed anyway. Right. So it was kind of at that point a little bit of a relief. Oh, like, oh, it's finally happened. Yes. Now I don't, I'm not running anymore. Let's get this started. Yeah. Huh. But at the same time, if I find an opportunity, <laughs> you might as well. I'm going to take it. Right. So if you, so you're. So then he asked me, when you wrecked, did you receive any damage? I said, yes, I hit my head on the steering wheel pretty hard. Oh, like injuries? Yes. Okay, gotcha. And, uh, well, the EMS said, well, if he has a head injury, we got to take him to the hospital. Got to take him. Yeah. So they take me to the hospital. They take me in there. Doctor says, I'll be in here shortly. I look. There's a room that leads to a room that leads to where I don't know. But that's better than the room you're in. Sure. So I get up and I walk to that room. What? I walk through another room. What? I get on an elevator. What? <laughs> I get on the elevator. And I mean, I got an elevator, and as soon as it opens up, I'm tackled. They kick the shit out of me again. Of course they did. Boom, 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 right. boom, boom. That time, you now I'm back it. in the you same did, you room. You deserved that one. I'm back. 
I'm back in the same room. Now I'm handcuffed to the bed. And you're I'm not going anywhere. Beaten to a pole. Yeah, now I've been and they said, This guy doesn't have any freaking head injuries. He's just lying to you. Get him out of here. No, that's why you walked away. That's why it's it was a head injury. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you guys I, right now. Didn't know where I, I was. I don't know where I'm at. You guys just keep beating me, making it worse. Exactly. But I will remember in court though when I sue you. Yeah, guys, isn't this is this not a symptom? So, wandering around so this, aimlessly yeah, it's like amnesia yeah amnesia totally so i get taken down there and you know they play their cop a-hole games they put me in the interrogation room and they say they'll be in in a moment four hours later oh my in. god and you're i've already out. fell asleep strung i've already fallen asleep on this uncomfortable table uh. terrible room you fell asleep on the table on on a, on a metal table. Did you crawl up onto the table? And no, no, sleep no. On no. It? Just like have lay my head on head it on the table as I'm shackled okay. to the table. Gotcha. Okay. And then I go to. Um, I can just picture you asleep on that table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had no mask. <laughs> We all wear a mask, metaphorically speaking. But yes, I had no mask, so I couldn't. I couldn't sleep like a normal human being, <laughs> like a normal human with a mask. Um, so, uh, so, so th- this was all just um, the the very end of a lot of bad decisions made on my part after after my wife left. Right, and I made the most stupid idiotic decisions to where I felt like my life was over. So who cared? And right now I care. Now I'm dealing with all the consequences of everything I did before that night and on that night. And, um, day after day when I was in prison, Dwyer two, two, five to booking. That means another case just got put on me. Oh, Dwyer two two five booking. People are damn. What the hell does this guy do? Same day, Dwyer two two five booking. Case after case two two five book. Brian Dwyer booking. Man, two two five booking. They call him Big D, but I think the D stands for deal. He's a big, he's a big deal around here. <laughs> well, it was so so the 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 fact that the owner of that strip club was in there when we went in. Made that an aggravated crime. Oh, yeah. That was his tricked out 300. So I was put in a pod right away with murderers. Holy so, cow. So one day, I'm this guy I had lunch with every day, you know, like one day we see like he's on the news like, oh, my God. Oh, he slit his wife's throat and then tried to kill her son. Wow. And then had breakfast and the cops came in and he was having breakfast over her dead body when they arrived. Wow. And he loved her. Oh, he loved. Yeah. So well, what's he going to do to you? It was a crime of passion. He loved her a lot. He loved her to pieces, <laughs> but, um, but he does like over easy and she did oh, not. Oh man. I mean, when you get scrambled, <laughs> no yoke. I, yeah, that's no yoke, no man. Yoke. That's no yoke. That's no, just yoke. remember ladies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, a pan- just no matter how thin a pancake is with Jeremy, it always has two sides. Okay. There's always two sides to the story. No, but, um, <laughs> we are wrong. Um, yes, for sure. But, um, so this day, this day, Father's Day, is terrible for me because, yes, you know, obviously I could have been upset for things that happened in my life, but in no way, shape, or form should I have done the things I did to hurt other people, uh, hurt my family, you know, and then uh, ultimately, you know, it just hurts my daughter too. Right. And this day. She's the innocent third party in all this. Yeah, this, this day sucks for me, you know, and then 
I also have flashbacks like, you know, my own. I, I would just go ahead and say for the most part, a piece of shit blood father. Right. You know, who gave me drugs for the first time. And I, wanted, I did not know. I that. wanted to be so cool. I wanted to please this guy who wanted nothing to do with me. And now he won't even accept my friend request on Facebook because I guess I let him down uh, because oh, wow. I'm an embarrassment. <clears throat> Wait, your dad gave you your first drugs? Yeah. May I ask what it was? Weed. I figured it might be weed, but what's the situation around that? I mean, you're just hanging out with your dad and he's like, yeah, passing let's go. the joint. Sneaking up to family get togethers, up to a hotel room or whatever, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say no. I mean, yeah. He's, <sighs> He's my dad, and right. and uh, he's he's trying to bond with me. How old were you? Regardless of what it may be, 18. 18? God, that's still a mind f***. It is. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. And then, uh, so, this day has sucked me for a while. And I mean, I know for you, it's like, you know, you probably deal, I don't know. You, no, for you, me, it's taking for granted. That, that's what it is. I, I take it for granted. Uh, well, but, but, no, but take it for <clears> granted, <throat> but the fact that you're adopted... It does. I mean, I, I you, no. <clears throat> you don't deal with any of these things like, you know, what, why or what, or you don't deal with any of that stuff on any level. No, I, I never think about my blood parents at all. Uh, unless, unless I'm like logically think like thinking, what am I going to do about it? You're, you're able I don't to think separate about my your emotions from your thoughts, aren't you? Uh, maybe a little bit, but also like they were never a part of my life. Sure. So, sure. so when I think of Father's Day, I think of Gary. Yeah. My dad. And. To, to be honest with you, there's some guilt associated with the fact that we aren't as close as sure. we probably could be. Sure. And it's because of me. Like, I mean, if I ever wanted to, if I ever wanted to do anything with my dad, he'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's, sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I want exactly. to. Let's do it. Well, yeah. And for me, it's just like, you know, cats in the cradle and the silver, silver spoon, spoon, little boy blue. And, and that's Man exactly the way it is. My yeah. dad was traveling all the time as yes. a kid. Um, and, you know, he. We'll taught, get together then. Yeah. He taught me. You know, the importance of working hard and stuff like that. And so that's what I do. Yeah. And now I don't necessarily have as much time for that. And that's 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 our dynamic uh, yeah. at this point. So, no, the adoption thing, not even. Obli- I didn't even th- I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. Sure. To be honest with you. Sure. But God dang, dude. So you got a lot of ba- you've got a lot of baggage with Father's Day before all of this. Yeah. Like, you know, for, for me, um, for, for years, like whenever my. My dad would be like, uh, he would tell my mom that I'll be there to get him at noon. You're waiting in the front yard and he never shows up. There's no cards on birthdays or anything like, you know, and then, then you do get one and then you know, you, you recognize that your grandma's handwriting on the card. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just those, those things, you know, suck really bad. And, right. And, and it has, I never, you never realize growing up how bad it's really hurting you. At some point you think you're past it. And then one night after a few beers or a few, you know, scotches or whiskeys or whatever the case may be, it just all comes to the surface. And, um, yeah, so I went, I went, I went to Wichita, you know, for, for father's day for, you know, the man who has been my father, my stepdad, Bob. And, um, it was a family get together. And also, you know, my niece Lexi graduated high school. Oh yeah. So it was kind of like a, a dual purpose. Like I said, it wasn't just for father's day, but. You know, it's like in my mind, I see myself kind of blocking out this day on purpose. Like, yeah, I waited until uh, Friday to even buy the car because I just try and pretend it doesn't even exist. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's just a part of me that just was so angered last week. I'm, I'm rewatching Lost. OK, that's right. Um, And there's this part with Michael 
Uh, Which one's Michael? I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, Michael is Walt's father. They are the black father and son on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and Walt, you know, is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Michael is, is artistic type. He's more of an artist. He doesn't make a lot of income. And Walt's mother is a high power attorney. Yeah. So when she wants to move away to Australia, my, my, Michael fights it, you know, and, and man, the scene where his lawyer, uh, her lawyer is just picking him apart. Yeah. Took me back to my via satellite court session whenever I was trying to fight for my daughter. Right. And man, it just brought up so much stuff. And I just started sobbing because and you don't see yourself as the rap sheet. No, that's is the that, thing. They they made their decision based on the fact that I was going to be back on drugs and in prison by now. And that was almost, you know, now it's been three years ago since that ruling. It'll right. be, uh, I'll be out of prison three years come September. So they were basing it off of the recidivism rate. Well, based off, of the, the, off, off the fact that I had been out of her life so long and that they did not feel that I was going to be on the right track when I got out of prison. That right. was their case. Right. And the fact that I haven't seen my daughter yet, and I, I I've been doing nothing, you know, but legal legit. I mean, I, I've been out here doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's hard for me to even get um, scheduled phone calls with her. Yeah. And 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 my daughter wants that. I ask her. She says yes. I mean, I see it in her eyes. Right. How much? How she's emotional when we talk, and it would be less emotional for both of us if we could have that more consistently. Right. And I can't, I can't get that. I can't get that from her. And I know, I know where this is going, you know, but she was raised by both of her parents. She doesn't know what this does. Her new husband, their parents, his parents are still married. Right. They don't know what it does to a kid, you know, and the fact that I want to see her. And then I see these idiots, you know, who can see their kids who won't see their kids on Facebook. And it just drives me crazy. This day is difficult for me. So difficult for me. I can only imagine, man. Um, listen, I know you can't talk to your ex, um, I, but what you what you have to say matters. What I'm saying is, um, like, she doesn't know what you're doing. She doesn't know that you're not doing bad things, right? Sure. Um, is there a way that you would be able to? get that across to her that, you know, Hey, look, the reason why I didn't get to see her is because they thought by year three, I was going to be back in prison. Yeah. Here I am. I'm not just a contributing member of society, but I am also, you know, I'm a supervisor at work. I am, I I am making inmates lives better. I, this is dumb, but I host a podcast where I talk about, well, you know, I mean, it's not that the podcast like, is dumb. It shows that you know I'm, I'm routine. I'm, ex- I'm doing exactly. I'm doing po- I'm doing something you know constructive and positive. It's exactly. not dumb. It, it makes sense. But but you know, I, showing that people who depend on me can depend on me to to get what we need done. Is there any way to get that across to her? Before I take that route, I have an attorney right now looking to see if there's any way I can overthrow the ruling that was made against me in prison. Okay. And if not, then I'm just going to have to crawl to her and and show her all this stuff and, and beg. Right. But I, I I am still upset with the way that they decided against me. When there's murderers and child molesters, you know, who still can see their kids and have their kids. Yeah. But the difference is, is my ex-wife had money to hire a high-powered attorney. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And um, I could not be in the courtroom. I was wearing prison clothes on a TV monitor. That doesn't look good. No. When somebody's making a decision. 
I, I mean, I, I have done everything. Like, like I'm even paying more in the back child support than they wanted me to pay a month. You know, I, I've done, I've, I, I mean, I'm doing everything I can, right. you know, and, um, but it's just, it's, it's, I just don't know when it's going to be enough for her. I mean, I know one day my daughter is going to reach out to me and we're going to be able to see each other, but do I really have to lose another seven years before that happens? I don't know. I'm sorry, man. It sucks. And and the reason why it sucks is because, I mean, had you guys gotten a divorce and you drank away your sorrows. Sure. Then you would still be able to see your daughter. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. Um, now, granted, most people who drink away their sorrows aren't also robbing banks or robbing uh, sure. strip clubs. Yes. But I like... So the the reason why is because of actions that you took, which has got to be the worst. It's self-inflicted. The worst part about it. And that's what, that's one thing that I want, I wish I could tell, because I blamed her for everything and text message and, and whatever, you know, I, I, I called her everything but her name. Right. And I know that this is my fault. And right. I, and I know I made her look like a fool. And I know that I was a monster and, um, I know all this now, right. and and I understand if you hate that guy. I hate that guy too. Yeah. But I'm I'm not out here um, robbing anybody or conning people anymore. I'm I'm not I'm not just I, conning people out of their laughter. Whoa, hey oh, hey, <laughs> just trying to get a little piece of that time. <laughs> um, okay, that wasn't an appropriate time to make that it's, joke. It's okay. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. But but <laughs> the thing is, I know. Because even whenever I got hit for some counterfeit gift card crap I was into, which was the first time they picked me up on something minor, but they let me right back out, and she knew, and that was along with the gift card, uh, the, the slot machine stuff too, she still let me see her. Wow. With with my mom. Wow. You know, but then what I do, I couldn't quit, couldn't quit using, couldn't quit pushing the envelope. Yeah. I felt indestructible. I honestly thought, Jeremy, that I was going to be like Walter White. I was going to make all this money uh, doing dirt and doing stuff, and I was going to be able to make her think that I was doing it legitimately. I was just so far gone like because of the, the depression and anxiety from the separation, but then the heavy drug use on top of it yeah. does not help anything. And the hu- just the hubris of it all. And, and just the loss of my I, loss of my identity. Like, I was a husband and a father and a homeowner, and now I'm nothing. Yeah. But I was still a father. Yeah. And, and, and you didn't and, realize and, and, and all those possessions were just possessions. Right. But I was still a father. Um, and I, to some extent, I still am today. Um, and I know people say, just keep trying Matthew Thomas, who we're going to try and have on our show next week. I, f- I totally forgot. We booked him for today that it was father's day. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I said, dude, <clears throat> you know, he is a great, you know, redemption story. He couldn't talk to his daughters for two or three years when he got out and then, then he could, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Did and you like, rebook him for next week, by the way? <laughs> well, I told him, I said, we'll give you a for sure time. Just, I want to make sure what that's going to be before we do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to just throw out a time now right. and not be okay with Jeremy. Or, right, right. But so. we at least canceled today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I did that. Yes, yeah. I handled that from okay. I handled that. I handled that from the Wichita studio. Okay, cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> from our satellite yeah, office. Satellite office right there <laughs> in Intercom Radio. Um, but um, I, 
uh, and then and then Christy, you know, said today, I understand you're upset, but Rome wasn't built in a day. I beg to differ. <laughs> How can you prove Rome wasn't built in a day? Well, you can look at the sedimentation underneath the uh, where pyramids Rome were. Is oh, whatever sediment, sediment. That's, that's that's years of of yeah, uh, I, I, build up of not, decay. Yeah, and there's uh, not really about a thousand years it. between the first and the last. Not really buying it. <laughs> not, not really, really buying, buying it. it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just it's. You know, I, but the thing is, you know, it's going to take time and to hear people tell you it's going to take time doesn't help a whole lot of precious time to do it, 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 to do it right, child. I got my mindset on you. So George Harrison of the Beatles, actually. That's right. Died of cancer. So now we're going to talk about cancer, guys. That's right. We, we, we. Segway. We're not really. Yeah, no, not really. But that's why. Like, what story is next? <laughs> so, it, it is difficult for me. Brian but has a limited of time, limited amount of time to see his yes, daughter. Guys, I want you guys cancer. to know that I only have a few weeks left from what the doctor told me. Oh God, is, is, yes. is this your is this your new con? Is, yes, I'm. <laughs> please send your money to help with my no, health care. No. No, instead of getting a lawyer, instead of oh, yeah, proving, exactly. proving to your ex-wife okay. that you've changed. Now, see, like, that wasn't I'm so dying. bad, was it? She got to see me. And by the way, we I'm can cured. do this all the time because I'm going to live. <laughs> I just got the news right before you got here. Ta-da. Okay. Brian, you're the worst. Yeah, pepper spray. <laughs> pepper spray. But um, yeah, so it sucks. It sucks. But I, all I can do is keep doing the right thing. Keep following the law. And just do it. Just do what I'm doing. I I admire you, dude. That's, well, thank you. It's, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be so hard mm-hmm. um, on a day like this. And then you've got birthdays. You've got other celebrations. Yes. that are out there. That I mean, all you can be doing is thinking about your daughter. And for somebody who loves as hard as you do, yeah. I mean, you're not just the type of person who. I mean, every time I see you, it's a big hug. Yeah, I can't help. So it. I mean, every, every everybody you love, you love hard. Yeah, and you love your daughter hard. I tell you, I love you every time we talk on the phone. Yeah, I can't yeah. help it. Yeah, even if you don't say it back, I'll still say it twice. I'll say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jeremy. I love me too. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bella. <laughs> um, but it's it, it's got to be difficult. But to me, this has kind of been your carrot at the end of the stick for a little while now, right? Like exactly. Like it's. It's what is making you continue. So just remember that, you know, if you ever have a, a, an opportunity to go the other way, remember that she is out there for you. She is. Right? She is. Don't she is. let yourself forget like you did before. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So um, I won't. I won't ever, ever again. Uh, that's heavy, Doc. I just watched that yesterday. Actually. Did you watch back the video yeah. yesterday? I, 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 it means so much to me. I quote it so much. By the way, if anybody uh, is looking for the great presents for me for birthdays or whatever, there are Back to the Future action figures now. I saw them on an ad online. So oh, yeah? feel free. Feel free. Okay. Um, but so are you going to be an action figure guy now or well, something? No, I'm just thinking it'd be kind of nice to have those for some reason. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what it is, but okay. So I, did, did anybody see the story on America's Got Talent? America's Kids Got Singing? Wait, no, I didn't. America's Got Talent. Okay. So there was an amazing, amazing performance by a man who did 37 years in prison. 
What? For a murder and rape that he did not commit. Ah, God. Yes. Um, this, uh, Jeremy, if you want to plug this in later, some audio, you can. Um, Just, I'll look it up. What is it? Okay. So he's saying, Elton John and, of course, George Michaels, don't let the sun go down on me. And when you listen to the lyrics of this song and think about prison, like Simon Cowell said, it, you'll never hear the song the same again. There was none of his fingerprints at the scene, none of his DNA. He had an alibi, but they wanted someone to pay, and they picked him. Wow. Um, I, I don't know if we want to plug this in. If you want to listen to it now, we can get some reaction. I've got it here right now. Okay, go for it. Super emotional, man. Welcome. Thank you. Let's start with your name, please, sir. My name is Archie Williams. Then where are you from, Archie? I'm from Louisiana. I think Louisiana. I've seen this guy before. Like, right, let's get to know you first of all, Archie. When he got out, I, I remember hearing the story, I think. Oh, man. I, uh, I was just incarcerated for 37 years for somebody else's crime. Oh. Ooh. DNA freed me. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, my God. 37 years, Jeremy. Wow. 37 years. On the morning of December the 9th of 1982, a 30-year-old white woman was raped and stabbed in her home. I was arrested on January the 4th. I couldn't believe it was really happening. I knew I was innocent. I didn't commit a crime. But being a poor black kid, I didn't have the economic ability to fight the state of Louisiana. Uh. At the trial, none of the fingerprints at the scene matched mine. Three people testified that I was at home, but they wanted somebody to pay. I was sentenced to life in 80 years. Oh. A life and 80. Parole. You have to die and then do 80 years before you oh get out. Oh, my God. I was sent to Angola State. Angola is like the one worst. Of the worst. It was classified as the bloodiest prison in the United States. But, hey, they've got a nice rodeo. They do. They do. That's what I'm saying. So this is why it's hard for me to feel sorry for myself because I saw this story and it put me in perspective. Like, everything in my self-inflicted. But this guy right here, just because of his color yeah. and class, yeah. was in 37 years, man. And and it's just such a great story. Right. I want to hear him sing. He's coming up. Terry. How did you get through? Freedom is up. Let's, uh, let's do this. I went to prison, but I never let my mind go to prison. Did you hear that? I never let my mind go to prison. Yeah. America got talent. This reminds me of uh, Damien Eccles of the West Memphis Three. Yes, exactly. Here we go. I can't lie. No more of your darkness. Sing it. All my pictures oh, man. seem to fade to black and white. <sighs> oh my God. Oh man, I said chill. This is a great song anyway. Yes. I'm going tired. Tired, man. And time stands still before. Time stands still before me. Tell me that this isn't just double meaning. Jesus. Frozen here. On the ladders of my life. Jeez. Don't let the sun go down on 
I'm getting chills, man. Although I search myself, there's always someone else I see. I just another fraction. Sorry, Terry Crews just looked at the mic and said, mm. "Another fraction of your life." Yeah. Wonder free. Wonder free. But losing everything is like the sun going down on me. Don't let the sun go down on me. Did you hear that? That squeak in his voice? You know how hard it is to sing feeling getting emotional? Oh. It's your your sinuses, everything is congested. You're you're stuffed up, and to get through it like and that, and then to get through it. And by the way, this is like, <laughs> could, guys, could, guys, I was scared to go to Walmart when I got exactly. out after five years. He's singing on national television, yeah, in in a in one of the biggest competitions there is. Yeah, he probably watched this he, in he, prison. He did. He watched it in Dreamed prison. Dreamed of being on he, this. We fast forward, but he did. Yeah, and now here he is. Wow, and he's moved on to the next round. Wow. I will never hear that song the same again. No. I watched that and I just I cried. Like I'm a super emotional mess right now. Right. But man, yeah. the, the the story and how he was able to stay positive and stay focused and still move forward. And regardless of how much money the state of Louisiana ends up giving him, it will never pay for what they took. Not at all. Ever. Wow. I'm interested to see what the uh, judges say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Heidi. No, he's crying, I man. Mean, oh. Yeah, um, I don't he's balling. cry for a whole lot of things, but that really like did it to me. I have to tell you, it just I don't know went from you to me, and I felt you, and I've been thinking about you and your life. So did she? Did that she leave Project scary, Runway yeah. for America's Got Talent? Uh, maybe so. Maybe <laughs> so. so. I don't know. Howie, you know what? It doesn't matter what the judges have to say. I mean, we we know that was that was amazing. Sure, exactly. And, uh, you know what? It wasn't the best. Singing, no, but it was the emotion, the emotion, yes, behind it, yes, it was incredible. That was really good. Thanks for sharing that. I yeah. had no idea what we were getting into there. So yeah, it's it's you know like like, like Willie Nelson doesn't have the cleanest voice either, but he has right. emotion in his songs. Um, and and will that guy win the show? Probably not. But it's a story that needed to be told. Yeah, and there couldn't be a better time to tell it. Right. I yeah, mean, it's just incredible. What what an amazing song, and the fact that now it will never mean what it meant before to me. Um, but who I was just, the original performer of that? Elton John. That's what I thought. Yes, man. And then there was a live version with George Michael where Elton John comes on and sings the second verse. That's right, yes. man. That's good stuff. Um, I was. <laughs> we had uh, done a thing on Facebook recently. Yes, uh, pandemic perks. Yeah, what's the uh, the best pandemic perk you've experienced? Producer Sarah lost nine pounds because she hasn't had the time to eat or drink in uh, the last three months. That's a sad way to lose weight, but good for her. And by the way, I am still continuing my weight loss voyage. I am putting a new hole in my belt at work tomorrow. Oh, nice. Uh, and I've enjoyed the morning commute. <laughs> oh, the morning, because, good, good, yeah. good, good. It has Especially been a lot those, of people. First, those first few days, oh, the first few weeks. God. It was nuts. Ghost town. Like eight minutes to get to work. It was wonderful. But uh, the other pandemic perk for me, Jack Stack Barbecue, available on DoorDash. Jack Stack Barbecue is by far my favorite mm-hmm. Kansas mm-hmm. City area barbecue. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. jalapeno. They're jalapeno cornbread. I had a whole loaf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a they're, loaf? I had a whole circle. They're beans with the with the burnt ends inside mm, of them. Burnt ends. Cheesy corn. Oh, oh my god! Everything is just 
amazing. Yeah, I, we had it Friday, and I have a bunch of leftovers. But um, right now, right now, yeah, we have some leftovers. Awesome. That's I've what got I mean. some wings down there for you. If you Sweet. Want some. I want to eat everything. We've got some wings. I'm, I'm on a great weight loss voyage, but I haven't eaten. But also, you can have wings. I can have wings. Yeah, absolutely, because yes. they're also they're not like they didn't have any sauce on them or anything. They're naked. Perfecto. So they're fucking, yeah, they're great. Um, but I asked whatever, somebody else, you know, like, hey, what what are your pandemic perks what, what let's I mean, stay positive yeah. here guys i mean how'd you come up over this whole thing besides stimulus checks yeah so jackie is a teacher she said the last quarter of teaching was so strange i worked harder than ever planning but because only about 60 percent of my kids did even some work one of my perks is being able to do a lot of online educational tech training for free and i've also read 20 books in the last three months jackie they're going to pay you anyway you don't have to lie <laughs> We know you've been drinking margaritas and watching The Hills on reruns on Hulu. I mean, you could do both. If only 60% uh, yeah, of your exactly. kids are actually uh, doing Jackie, something. I wish I got to do 60% of my job and still get 100% of my money. <laughs> Liz from Portland says... Liz, hello, uh, Liz. Uh, not Portland. She's from Oregon. She's um, Oregon. Being laid off and realizing that the normal 9 to 5 isn't for me anymore and making the decision not to go back to the corporate world. Okay, when can I start having these perks? She said, I knew it wasn't for me. But I never had the opportunity to do something about it Look I have right? known from the beginning That jobs weren't for me And I still gotta go Exactly I'm yes. the same way I'm the same way But you know what Like, oh God, I don't, You I don't, don't wanna... understand I can't work a 9 to 5 So I'll be, be gone, gone Till November Said I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November You tell my grown I'll be gone till November Why do we vote I love that song. Exactly. Why Clef John, by the way? Uh, Thank you. Evan from Hayes says. Evan, how are you? He says, Perks? Perks? Hasn't been any oh, perks. Oh, like Percocets? My life has basically been exactly the same, minus the kids Thank being you. home 24 7. Except for my daughter being gone 24 7. Uh, Amy from Memphis says, have I... Hey, y'all, it's me, Amy from Memphis. Hey, y'all. Earbuds and earworms. I, have I mentioned roller skating around the house? Dude, I've seen this. Have you seen this? I love how she's trying to do these tricks on roller skates. She's so... So, I don't think we're blowing her up on this. She's she's a public figure, as they say. Yeah, she is. She's she is, a podcast she is, she is. host. Uh, uh, earbuds and earworms. Yes. You should check it out. Yes. Follow her on Facebook. At Amy Shepard. At Madam on... Uh, at Madam Woolite on Twitter. Twitter, yes. She, uh, she, like, during the pandemic... First of all, she's a nurse. She is a she is treating on the, the front lines that, that have COVID. She also knits clothing for homeless people on the daily. She does, and but she's also been learning how to like skate, Roller not skate. just skate, but tricks, I mean, tricks, tricks, yes. and stuff. She's just been doing it, and she posts videos of it. And for some reason, I find it fascinating. I, I, I can't stop watching. I know it's it, sometimes she's in scrubs. I don't want to over comment because it may look like a weirdo, but I'm watching. Right, I'm watching. Yes. We're watching you. Yes, Amy. I'm always watching. Every move you make <laughs> on your roller skates, I'll be watching you. Rachel here in Kansas says, "What sleep, up, right? Sleeping in our uh, sleeping in an hour later because schools got canceled." Let me see here. Somebody else getting better things than me. <laughs> That's right. Sleeping in. Yay! Good uh, for you. Trista down uh, near Tulsa says, "No hey, hugs." Hey, Trista. No hugs. <laughs> No hugs? You don't, you don't like hugs? She doesn't like to hug. Trista. So that means she doesn't have to hug. Okay. You remember Trista, right? I do remember Trista. <laughs> yes. <laughs> little, wee, little, wee little Trista. She was a... She, she, she was tiny little Trista. Just a little Trista who would just appear out of nowhere. And I, I remember asking, like, Jeremy, 
<laughs> do we know for sure or not if she's a runaway? <laughs> well, she was. Are, are there? Okay, did you know? <laughs> she was. Damn, I was so nervous about that. She was living. Uh, Trist, shout out to Trista. Runaway train. When I was living in El Dorado, yes. she she knew I was a good guy. She needed a place to stay, and we said. Sure, come stay with you us. You know she what? Was like I already 17. got Brian on the floor. You can lay down over there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the, the Henson a home for the, wayward the, teens yeah, and 20 exactly. somethings. Uh, yeah, well, you know me. I just was able to buy beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christy, I don't know where Christy's from. Uh, Margarita's to go. Tongi? Tongi, Christy? I guess so. All right, what's up? Do you see? Margarita's to go? I'm trying. I'm trying. My, my eyes. You need me to hold this further wait, away yeah, for wait, you? Wait, wait, wait. Get it back again. Get it back again. Uh, I'm going well, slowly I, 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 back toward your face. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Christy is uh, from Alabama. Oh, Alabama. That's another listener from the Birmingham area. Oh, sweet. All right. She Margarita's just, to go. Yeah, she found me on Facebook somehow, and then she started following the show. I Welcome. love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, Lauren has lost 15 pounds and getting back in shape because of working remotely. L- Lauren. BT dubs. Lauren, I saw you at Dylan's. I was chatting with listener Kelly, <laughs> and then listener Lauren rolls up. I'm talking with two tattooed beauties in Leavenworth. Yeah. And the guys are looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? Looking I, pretty I important. host a podcast you'll hear uh, yeah, eventually. Yeah, if you get a podcast, you get chicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she is actually with my buddy Dave Staub, who is a general manager of a great um, Overland Park barbecue now. That we're going to need to go check out. Yeah, absolutely. She wants us to go in there because they're the ones who want to do the pairings of the food with yes, the beers. Why haven't we set that up this, yet? She, she just started Brian, work. She just started working there this get week. Get that set up now. Okay, I'm on it. Jack Stack. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, we got to act like Jack Stack's awesome so they want to prove us wrong even more. There you go. Yeah, like I don't know if you give good. Jobs, my ex-girlfriend gave the best. So we're, we're negging one. Yeah, we're negging one. <laughs> we're That's exactly we're what we're doing. We're negging the barbecue. We're negging the barbecue. Uh, Jill from Cleveland says, "What uh, up, Jill? Being able- I, I, I don't have a phone in front of me, but I want to say it starts with the M. The last name. Yes, you're right. We're not blowing no, up everybody's spots. I'm not blowing names, up though. spots, but I just want to say, what up, girl? What up, Jill? Uh, Shoot. This is this is right up Brian's alley, and this had the most likes on the comments. Okay, being able to say no to social engagements and not feel bad about it. Although oh, I do really miss my friends and family right now. Oh my god, so that's me." I miss yeah. my friends and family, but then I'm going to go home. I'm, I hate my friends and family, yeah, yeah. and I want to get out. Yeah. And I love go Jill. Oh, Jill, my my soulmate in this. Uh, I am the same. Yes. Plans always sound good when I make them, and I feel so good when I break them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now... Now, now it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, now it is. It's not and, my fault. It's COVID's it fault. It can be for a while too. For because a while, just because everything's hey, you opening know what? up. You guys can believe the hype if you want, but I'm not going to die. I'm I'm going to stay safe for another couple of weeks, exactly. months, I'm years. This thing out. Yeah, yeah. Brian's always dreamed about stretching things out, but just it doesn't Victor, work yeah, out. It doesn't for work. Him. I tried to tie a weight to it. I tied a five pound weight to the rope to see if it would hang and pull it longer. It didn't. It hurt. It snaps right back. I, I, mean, I mean, I got a rope burn. Like, like a map but of the U.S. Just right <laughs> back. Yeah, just like one of those balloons when a clown's stretching it to blow it up. Just like that. Why in you know, cartoons did like when they'd mess with somebody's tie, did it slap back up and? Yeah, I, I, don't, I have no face? idea what that was supposed to be. It was a cummerbund or something. Yeah, it was like, it was, anyway, that's your. D- yeah. <laughs> 
For sure, it is. All right, top fan Sarah says, I have been completely taking advantage Sarah, of... Sarah, Sarah uh, E. from Mulvane. ...of this access to just endless amounts of comedy content from your favorite podcasters doing an entire, entirely new extra show because they have so much time on their hands. Uh, from That's your, not us, is it? <laughs> no, to comedians doing live viewing parties of uh, movies and shows like The Tiger King. Holy shit, that was fun. Uh, while that they was riff fun. MST3K style to uh, just a week ago, I paid $15 to attend a Zoom. Basically, live stand-up show of some of my favorite comedians. The quarantine, honestly, has been a lot of fun. Um, Sarah, we are doing a $15 show next weekend. That is um, interesting, Yes, though. you should be ready to buy. Seriously, though. I mean, it's $15 for each of us. What if, we, both acts. what if we did a cash app type thing? Okay. Where we let people pay to come in and... Did like a live show via 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 uh, Zoom. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, um, it could be completely unedited. Um, you could interact. It would be great, but the interaction would be fantastic. You could you could interact, and what we could do is we could keep it to, to like, you know, segments where we're, we're we're doing something just Brian and I, and then open it up to the listeners, and then Brian and I and open it to the listeners type thing. I like opening up to listeners. <laughs> Brian always likes opening up to <laughs> listeners. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that there have been some pandemic perks for people out there. Now I don't want to be so um, naive as to think that there's probably listeners out there who have been severely affected by this and trying to find a quote pandemic perk might be hard for you. But let sure. us be that pandemic. Yes, perk. let us be that perk. We we will be that pandemic perk. Let us you. be that little ray of sunshine that makes your quarantine better. Maybe you're a new listener. Go back and listen to all of our old. Maybe shows. you're an old listener who's uh, just stumbled upon this podcast, and you feel like you're at the end of your rope. And we're going to be the one to help you back up off that ledge, my friend. Uh-uh. Cut ties, enjoy the lies <laughs> of you've been living in. We could. <laughs> I don't know any more words. <laughs> No, but it's, you know, we, we've been lucky enough to be able to come together and do the show. Right now. now. But uh, over me. <laughs> and uh, we we're doing it remotely, but we're yeah. still doing it. And we cannot wait for the world to open up. And, and, and hey, wait. guys, here's the deal. Jeremy. Wait, Brian, break down the deal for everybody, please. I'm going to break down the deal. Okay. <laughs> we usually don't talk sports on this show a lot. And I don't want you guys to turn off because I want you to stand with me because I think this is something that everybody can chime in on. Wait, we're talking sports now? Yes. Okay. The most dynamic athlete. This year. The Rock? The biggest name in athletics this year. Oh, Michael Jordan, the documentary he did? COVID number 19. <laughs> won, won the NCAA basketball tournament. It did. Won the World Series. And Absolutely. I'm predicting that COVID is going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, are you? Are you really? Have you seen the numbers, Jeremy? Uh-uh. The Dallas Cowboys are pretty much 70% infected. The oh, Houston wow. Texans are infected. I haven't seen uh, all of the, that. Uh, they, they, they are getting sick. And we are um, less than two weeks away from uh, preseason games. No. Yes. What? Yes. They start in August. Well, where are we at? Oh, okay, maybe I meant two months. So I, maybe we're talking about uh, training camp. But here's two weeks from training camp. Are they going to be able to play football? This I've been year? saying this the whole time. No. I know you have. No. But, but people have said it's football. America would never shut down football. Except we already have. <laughs> I mean. College. Yeah, true. All, so, all the college teams are getting it, too. Uh, K-State's got a big outbreak. K-State. K-State's yeah. got a huge outbreak. Yeah. So everybody believes that you, it seems this way that there was a lot of pressure to get, um, you know, the, the money rolling back in, the economy booming again. And, uh, you know, everybody and then there was, you know, the, what happened in Minneapolis and everybody magically thinks that COVID is gone. Well, th- there are 
more cases in some states now than at the height of the pandemic. Exactly. Florida. So, that, so it is bad. They've it had is. an entire week of record-setting numbers of positive cases. Jeremy, yeah, I'm, so. uh, I'm, Jeremy, I'm walking around right now. Uh, two hours into my work day going, whoa, easy there, fella. You're getting a little uh, carefree there with your movement. Really? You know, sitting there touching things with your hands. And I'm not touching my face. I'm wearing a mask. You yeah. know, but I'm sitting there going, I, I almost slapped a high five. Like, whoa, I almost slapped a high five with someone. What oh, you're I critiquing doing? yourself? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, dude, just because I don't don't drink the Kool-Aid, Brian, this stuff is still here. Oh, yeah. Again, it's not going to kill me. God, I hope. But I don't want to infect anybody. I was just at a family get together. Yeah. And I was like, you guys are all being way too touchy feely. Yeah. Yeah, we went to. Uh, we God, went out, I still got musk in my mouth. We went out last night um, to Silo. We've been trying to go to Silo for a while you now. Finally made the Silo. It was amazing. First of all, they did a good job of social distancing, um, and they actually had like at the bar they had signs up where things had been cleaned and things that had not been cleaned yet. So you know, like, okay, if I walk up to this part, this part of the bar, then it's clean. But before we went there, we, we stopped by Saints Pub and Patio. Yes, love Saints. Uh, we found uh, a place at the bar that was on the corner and, um, nobody was there. Sarah put a, uh, purse in the seat next to her to try to keep some distance between. Uh-huh. And the bartender came up masked down under his chin. Yes. And said, uh, Hey, uh, can you move your purse? Uh, the guy who's sitting there just went out to smoke a cigarette. He'll be right back. And we're like, Oh, there's somebody sitting here. We'll, we'll move. He said, no, you're fine. You can sit there. Just uh, take your purse down. No. And, and we're like, no, if somebody's sitting here, we're, we're going to move. He's like, why? You guys are fine. And why? we're like, it never crossed his mind. Not exactly. That we were trying to social distance. Like, why are you even wearing the mask? You think it's like yeah. a hairnet for your beard or yeah. what? Well, well, what are you having for? And I'm not, you know, I don't want to, I, maybe I shouldn't have said who, what restaurant that was. But, I mean, they were going through and and disinfecting every table. Sure. They weren't letting people sit, for it, sit at it for a while. Uh-huh. You know, they were rotating people out anytime anybody other than that bartender interacted with anybody yeah. they would pull their mask up sure. and talk to them but you know if you're running around a restaurant sure i get that the mask is you know you pull it down when you're not around anybody yeah, yeah, and you yeah. Come back i up. do the same thing yeah. and by the way that's where somebody recognized me last night really yeah i was so i was so happy that uh, a, a girl that was at uh the cronin show okay uh our live show that we did at cronin's in october she was there. She works at uh, Saints, and she's like, "Hey, do you do you do a radio show around here?" And and I was, yeah, I didn't correct the radio show. That's part. okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I do a, I do a, yeah, I do an online radio show. She's like, oh, cause did you do something at Cronin's a while back? And I was like, wow. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did a, yeah, did a live show there. She's like, oh my god, you guys were hilarious. That's so funny. Thanks for thanks for coming over here. I was like. Thanks for recognizing me. This yeah, has never happened. We are here for <laughs> our free meal that you guys <laughs> promised us. But it had never happened to me before. It finally yeah, you happened. Know, when you said it happened, I thought it happened in Parsons. No, no. It no. happened here. Great. Happened good, here. good for you. Yeah, we oh sorry, we didn't go to Parsons. We ended up because it was supposed to rain the entire time. Yeah, well good for we you. Didn't, I was we didn't wondering why you didn't take the Father's Day gift with you when you went. Right. <laughs> I was like, why is this all here if you're just at the prison? That's right. You saw saw the table full of booze. Booze everywhere. That we, we, every, every Father's Day, um, Sarah's dad has the hangout spot in Parsons for the family. So we all, we stock his liquor fridge. And uh, what you saw on the, on the table was his, his his present. They were great uh, summer drinks. Oh, that's all they are. They're they're pool drinks. Yeah, yeah. Great pool drinks. They're spritzers. Yeah. 
citrus IPAs, Ooh, uh, margaritas. The, yes, uh, I saw those. Ties, uh, just a lot of canned mixies. Oh, yeah. Yes, good it was stuff. good. It was good stuff. good stuff. Good stuff. Brian, we've reached the end of the episode. Okay, we did that. Do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always think it's funny when people do that. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah, in small yeah, podcasts. Yeah, 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 I do. Um, My uh, Facebook yeah. page is uh, really blowing up. Well, so uh, I'm watching Lost, but I also dug into Parks and Rec. I'll get more into that later. Attaboy. Yeah, so uh, no, but just stay tuned and um, keep an eye out for our, uh, our freaking co-op, our merger <laughs> for this project with Shea Coons Photography. Oh yeah, yeah. Kansas, the dad things, bod. Are, things are de- developing. Yes. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> that, was that was good. That was good. That was good. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, but, uh, but uh, they only have one more person to shoot, and the calendar will be done, and oh, it'll sweet. be up for sale very soon. Sweet. The twenty twenty one dad bod calendar, only slightly delayed by COVID. That's exactly only slightly delayed. That's right. But also, also maybe the cure for COVID. It may be. So buy it just in case. <laughs> Don't forget to visit trytopodcast.com or look for the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Podcast. And for God's sake, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. So it's like I'm just eating so much protein. It feels like I'm pooping a tree branch. Oh god! Because I'm uh, is it going the wrong way though? Yeah, it's like it has like a stem hanging off the side. Yeah, and it's like ripping all the way out. But the branches are facing down instead of up. Down, yes, and yeah. they have thorns. Yeah, and when I wipe, there will be blood. Brian, do you know how many Happy Father's Days I've gotten today? How many? Three. We're tied. I've gotten three Happy Father's. We're about tied then. I am not a father. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, you're a motherfucker is what you are. <laughs> Asshole! Asshole! <laughs> oh. Smelly boy. Smelly boy. Don't even know why I come anymore. I don't know why your sunglasses are on right now. Because my future's so bright. <laughs> Hello, TTP listeners. My name is Jeremy. No, not that Jeremy. One of the other Jeremys. And I am the host of another podcast under the 10710 umbrella, The Beverage Minute. Now, what is The Beverage Minute, you ask? The Beverage Minute is one of the leading podcasts for and by beverage enthusiasts and those that are beverage curious. Each episode, I am joined by a guest, and we sit down, sample a drink, and celebrate the beverage minutes, or rather, the moments that are so often created by beverages. So get ready for the podcasting equivalent of that first sip of coffee in the morning and head on over to thebeverageminute.com or just search for Beverage Minute wherever you find your podcast. While you're in there, if you scroll back to episode seven, you'll hear Jeremy, Brian, and even Soup talk about Soup's childhood drink, Surge. So come on by. We'd love to have you. You can find us at thebeverageminute.com or anywhere podcasts are sold. And Jeremy and Brian, if you could try to find a drink that doesn't involve whiskey, 
I'd love to have you on.